All right. Thanks for tuning in for Courtney's thoughts. Um, I just finished watching Stomping Grounds, uh, which is a WWE pay-per-view. And uh, overall, the grade will be, I'll say, a B-. minus. It was it was cool. It was a nice uh, pay per view. So let's start off with the results. Um, for the kickoff show, it was the uh, cruiserweight championship match, which was Tony Nice versus Drew Drew Gulak and uh, Kira Tozawa, and uh, that match was really really good. It was a good triple threat match. It should have been in the pay-per-view. It shouldn't have been a kickoff show. But unfortunately, uh, they put it as a kickoff show. Uh, part of the kick- kickoff show. And uh, um, I said Tony Nese was going to win. And unfortunately, he didn't. Drew Gulak won that. Which I am not uh, shocked. Uh, not shocked. Um, I'm not mad at that, should I say. It was a good one. Um Unfortunately, I don't watch 205 Live. So, when they were introducing the competitors, when Tony Nese came out, they were, they was booing. And I was, the crowd was booing. I was like, oh, okay. This crowd, by the way, this pay-per-view, it was um, presented in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Uh, my thoughts on the crowd of Tacoma. I felt like Washington State, and I say that as Washington State. Because whenever, every time when WWE goes to Seattle or Tacoma or Spokane, for some reason, the audience is just, they are just, in my opinion, one of the worst. Besides when they go to uh, Louisiana or certain parts of the South, it's just, that, yeah, the crowd tonight was just, ugh. They, they are weird. But, um, yeah, Drew Gulak is the new Cruiserweight Championship. And uh, it will be great to see what he can do as, you know, as a defending champ. So that's great. Uh, the pay-per-view, in an official tone, started off with the Raw's Women's Championship, which was, I was shocked because when you look at the uh, the women's division, Raw is on the top of SmackDown, so you expect SmackDown to go first, the women's uh, championship match. You expect the, the SmackDown to go before Raw, and they they opened it with the Raw's women's championship match. And uh, unfortunately, I kind of went to sleep on it. <laughs> I, I went to sleep on it. Because of the fact that, I don't know, it was just, I saw them come out, and then I just went to sleep. (laughs) But then when I woke up, Becky's uh, music came on, and they announced that she was already winner. So, when they do the replay, they always always see how the match finished and how the person became the winner. So, when I woke up, that's what happened. (laughs) So, Becky won that, and, uh... Uh, yeah, like, (laughs) I was like, okay, you know, Becky won, so that's good. The, uh, the next match was the, uh, tag team match. It was, uh, Xavier Woods and Biggie of the New Day 
versus Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens. And that was a good tag match. I was really thinking, like, when they when they started the match, Kevin did his finishers, and then Sami Zayn did his finishers. And I'm thinking, to Xavier Woods, and I'm thinking, damn, this match is going to be so short. And Xavier Woods, he's cool, but he ain't, he ain't like that for him to, like, if you want to finish your moves off of the New Day, Xavier Woods is the guy that you want to finish it off on. Unfortunately, sorry, but uh, it's the truth. And uh, when Kevin and Sammy Z- did that, I was like, damn, okay, this match is going to be short. Um, they're going to push it. They're going to rush it. And we're just going to, like, move on. But, uh, no, this match was really, really good. Xavier kept it going, you know. Uh, Big E, he, he was in the match for a little bit. More than what you, you know, you would think because of the fact that he had, uh, he's still recovering from his injury. And so both matches were really, really good. But uh, the both teams, excuse me, were really, really good. And, uh, uh, it, it was, it was great. Kevin finished off with a stunner and won the match. And I like it. And they should continue with that feud. Why not? You know, either as an individual or, uh, you know, even though Sammy is on uh, Raw and the other three are on SmackDown Live. So, if you want to keep it going where the wildcard rule is intact, then I don't mind the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens match uh, matchup going against New Day for Extreme Rules. If you want to keep that. So, you know, it's a good match. Uh, the next one was the uh, United... Uh, not the United States. Yeah, the uh, it was the United States Championship match. It was uh, Ricochet and uh, uh, Samoa Joe, who was the champ. And uh, I said that Samoa Joe was going to keep the title. And um, I'm kind of surprised that Ricochet won. He, he's, a, he's a great wrestler to beat champion. What I just didn't think was that, what I didn't think was that, Samoa Joe will lose it after regaining the title when uh from uh Rey Mysterio a couple weeks ago. So for Ricochet to win, it was great, but uh it was a really good match actually. Um Samoa Joe did his thing and for him to enhance Ricochet for this match, it was great. But I, to be honest, I really think that Samoa Joe was going to stay as champ. I'm sorry. You want someone like Ricochet to be the underdog, and he was. But you want him. You want to build that underdog uh, story. But then again, at the same time, because WWE is weird when it comes to creating storylines, Ricochet being the underdog for so long would be so boring to a point where people will pass Ricochet and go somewhere else to see somebody somebody else compete for it so I can understand why he won it tonight and uh I'm not I'm not mad at it but uh again I thought uh Samoa Joe was gonna win but uh congrats to Ricochet it would be nice to see how he will how he will be uh defending it to be and and not only that but I really want uh Cesaro to be Ricochet's like main opponent for the title for the U.S. title um I really think it might be a fatal four-way. They might put uh, Bobby Lashley in there. They might put uh, either Miz in there and Braun Strowman. And they might put somebody else, too, probably. 
you know, maybe put Cedric Alexander in there or EC3. Like, come on. Put the people that were good in NXT and 205 Live, put them in a title shot match, man. Like, put them in there. Having them as uh, jobbers and low cards, and they've been doing so good before they hit WWE. Come on, man. Like, give Cedric Alexander a chance. Give EC3 a chance. Like, I would rather see that. Like, come on. But I hope that Cesaro, Samojo is going to get his title shot again. But I hope Cesaro can come up and get a title shot because he needs that. I would rather see Cesaro go against Seth Rollins. I don't mind seeing that because that, they look good. So why not? But uh, again, Ricochet won. And, uh, and good luck for the, for the summer, you know, for you having a title. The next one right after, like, right after the match was uh, the tag team, SmackDown Live tag team championship match. It was Heavy Machinery versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And uh, now, because of the fact that Daniel Bryan is from Aberdeen, Washington, Tacoma, Washington, this crowd was cheering for Daniel Bryan. They were cheering for him. Excuse me, I have allergies, so if you hear me sniffing, it's because I have allergies. But, uh, yeah, like, they were cheering for him, and Daniel Bryan and Rowan are, are, they're they're supposed to be the heels, and Heavy Machinery is supposed to be the, uh, the baby faces in this match, and it felt the other way around, because, you know, when a wrestler is coming from, uh, is coming from like a big part of the city um they look at the wrestler as the hometown hero regardless if they're heel or a baby face so you know i mean it was a good it was a good match it was a little it was a little shaky a little shaky from the heavy machinery side but i think that this feud between heavy machinery and brian and rowan they need heavy machinery to build up the momentum for them to be the number one contenders every single time. I think they will be a great, uh, I think this feud will be a great addition if they can continue to bring it at Extreme Rules and in, uh, and at uh, SummerSlam. I would like to see this match again. You know, they were they were okay. Heavy machinery was okay, but I want them to get better because I want them to go against them. Uh, Brian and Rowan because it was really really good so Brian and Rowan they uh, retained the the titles and uh, yeah they won that it was good so uh, yeah what's the next match the next match was uh, it was Drew McIntyre and uh, Roman Reigns it was a match I skipped to be honest, I didn't watch it. I don't know. It's one of those where it's like, uh, whatever. You know how when you pick a match where you can go and do a bathroom break? This was the match that I skipped to go and do laundry. And this match was like, what, at least, what, a 15, 20 minute match? So, and I'm watching it on my phone. So, uh, I easily just got off the app and just did other things. I played a game, checked my social media. And uh, when I came back to it, Roman already won. So, (laughs) 
So Roman won that match, and uh, he needed that win. But uh, yeah. But then afterwards, uh, Drew and Shane were in backstage, and Shane called Roman out for a match for tomorrow, for tomorrow's uh, Raw, and uh, it's going to be a handicap match. It's going to be Drew and Shane versus Roman. So we'll see how that is, and uh, hopefully it's good enough, and for me to be like, okay, whatever, you know, so I wouldn't have to skip the match again. People are kind of mad that Shane is is being pushed as the guy, but I don't care for Shane being pushed as the guy. He's not the guy. If here's the thing, if Shane was pushed as the guy because of the fact that other people are not getting time on screen, then Shane would have been going after Seth Rollins. He wouldn't be going after Roman Reigns. the The match wasn't even second to the last, so. People need to get over it. The backstage people need to get over it. WWE Universe, if they have issues with it, need to get over it. So, you know, otherwise it was just whatever. Uh, The SmackDown Women's Championship match was Bayley versus Alexa Bliss. And uh, uh, Bayley won, which she should have. Thank God she did. She won. Um... I was kind of, like, worried for Alexa, though, because uh, the way how the women, the, they use the buckle, they use the buckle as their, their go-to in terms of making a, a snap or making a, you know, making the hits, and for Alexa to have concussion, concussion, uh, concussion issues, um, I was scared that, like, all these hits that she was hitting at the buckle would be, uh, too much to a point where they're gonna have to stop using her as in ring performance. She's gonna start being a part timer, which she is right now. And uh, you know, she'll put in Nikki Cross. Swear to God, the promo before the match, uh, during the pay per view when they were talking backstage, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, I I honestly thought that Alexa was gonna. You know what? Let me skip this match. I'll put you in it as the contender. If if I have a feeling like that's gonna happen, if they can continue, if they continue the the feud between Alexa and Bailey, the cross continue of brand the cross brand continue uh, feud, um, I can see Nikki going against Bailey, either at Extreme Rules, which I think might happen, or SummerSlam, which I, I think might happen. But I really want to see Nikki versus Becky, man. Like, what the heck, yo? Like, I know Lacey cool and they want to push her. But, like, Becky versus Nikki Cross would be so much better. But they want to put Nikki as, like, because she's the rookie in a sense, underneath Alexa and, and, uh, shoot. I don't know, like... If they're gonna continue this feud, put Nikki as a contender against Bailey at a, at Extreme Rules at least, and then I'll probably like be more invested in what I am right now when it comes to this match. So Bailey winning was good, but uh, I also think that you need to give other people some time for you know just other girls some uh, give them a chance to have a title match. Like, please, man. 
um, the steel cage match. It was the WWE Championship. It was Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler in the steel cage. And uh, I was a little worried that this match wasn't going to be good for a championship match. I don't know why, because I, I feel like I feel like Kofi doesn't sell right, in my opinion. I don't know if he oversells it, or it's just not good enough, or not believable enough when he wrestles. I, that's how I see it. And Dolph be acting like this is his last match every time he be in a ring, so you don't know what he gonna do. You know, so... Um, this match overall, it was cool. They, you would think they would be on the on the in the on the cage more in terms of climbing and being on top, and they weren't. They did it once in terms of being on top, and they did it maybe a couple of times trying to climb out the door thing. However, that was good. Um, and Kofi, you know, getting up and was like, because Dolph was like halfway down. He said, F this, and just jumped through the, through the second rope and won. So, uh, Kofi won that. It was good. Having a new day come out and celebrate, that was good. Uh, it was a good thing. Um, about this feud, I don't know. I don't know if Dolph wants to do another match. He looks like he doesn't want to do another match uh, against Kofi. This is the second time he did it within two weeks. So, I don't know. Uh... If it happens again at Extreme Rules, I think it needs to be done because last year when when AJ Styles was WWE Champion, uh, the feud between him and Shinsuke, people didn't like the feud between AJ and Shinsuke last year. I liked it. So what happened between WrestleMania and Extreme Rules because of the fact that it was four. So for that, I'm sorry I have to like talk about last year but AJ versus Shinsuke it was WrestleMania 34 Backlash Greatest Royal Rumble uh and uh uh Money in a Bank and people got mad at that that oh okay it's another feud and there's no t- title change that was the only thing they were probably like mad at that there was no title change between the, those two people so seeing that feud that was a good feud in my opinion but seeing Kofi going against Dolph a third time and it's Extreme Rules 2 as the next uh, pay-per-view um I don't know three times a charm Dolph here's the thing I think Dolph is not going to be champion like you can't you can't put the title on on Dolph Ziggler especially because you have SummerSlam, the next big pay-per-view in terms of the big pay-per-view. SummerSlam is the next one. He's not going to be champ if they're going to continue on. And then on top of that, Fox is coming up. So SmackDown coming to Fox in what? September? Maybe early September or late September? So just picture Dolph being champ as the face of SmackDown on Fox. It's not going to happen. They're going to either keep the title on Kofi or they're going to switch storylines and put either Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar cashes uh, his money in the bank uh, contract going against Kofi, if he picks Kofi as the champ. 
that he wants to go against. So you got some options. I don't think they're going to have the title ones off. So uh, this will probably be the last type of match Dolph is going to have going against Kofi for Extreme Rules, I think. That's my opinion. The SummerSlam thing, it, it could be somebody else. So that's all for that. The last match is the Universal Championship match. It was Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. And the stipulation is that Baron Corbin can choose a special referee because of the fact that he didn't trust the official uh, referee's uh, decision at Super Super Showdown. And uh, this, okay, I, 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 I was thinking that I was going to skip this match because... No offense to Seth Rollins, but I'm thinking this match was going to be so effing dull that you don't even want to really look at it full through. You know what I mean? So when they uh, when they were going to present the referee and Lacey Evans comes out, I'm like, it's perfect because the last two weeks or no, 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 no last week. The go home show, Seth immediately he he didn't care. He was like, "Look, anybody that's siding with Corbin, I'm messing with you. I'm gonna f you up," and that's what he did. He put a chair against him. EC3 came out with a ref shirt. Boom, chair. Uh, he did the B team on SmackDown Live, and they weren't even ref shirts. Boom, boom. He just didn't care on that. Uh, Eric Young was gonna be one. Boom, chair. He was going for everyone that basically shook their hand against uh, with Baron Corbin as a potential referee. And he didn't care. He was tired of the games. So he was going to put a chair against everyone. So when they announced that Lacey, Ev- Lacey Evans was the special referee, obviously they don't want to see a man hitting a woman. You know, and Seth, he's so straight laced. He ain't going to, he's not going to, uh, hit a woman you know so Lacey Evans coming out it was a good choice in terms of having her there and uh it was a good it was a good match throughout from beginning to end it was a good match the only issue I had with the match is the the awkward late timing of bringing Becky out um to like save the day and she came out towards the end after they did the no DQ, the no countouts. So when she came out and messed with Lacey, it was cool. And then, you know, then Seth won. Now, <laughs> the thing with Seth and Becky, Becky is more tomboyish than what you think Becky is is going to be in terms of like, Oh my God, my boyfriend won. You know what I mean? Like, she's not going to be like that. So, if you expected a kiss between them two, they was not going to kiss. <laughs> Every time they get, they was looking at each other after the win, it was just a hug. It was a hug. It was one of those also, like, you know, get him champ type slaps on the butt. That's what she did to him. It was cool and it was funny. Um, but, yeah, it was just, I don't know. The way how they're using... The uh, boyfriend girlfriend thing, I feel bad because I feel like this relationship is not gonna last. 
even though they're compatible, I have a feeling because of the fact that, you know, they can't, they can't hide it anymore. And even though they're both on the same brand and like, can you imagine like if they just broke up and then it would be so fucking devastating. And I think the way how the creative is pushing it, it's just, you know. I just think that, uh, yeah, like, it was cool that Seth won, um, the narrative of boyfriend-girlfriend thing, uh, it's, it is what it is, um, but yeah, like, this, this whole pay-per-view as a whole was, it was great, it was a cool match, uh, I missed two matches, unfortunately, because I said add to one, and I went to sleep on another, so, uh, overall, it was cool, um, it sucks that the the Raw's tag team uh, championship match wasn't there, and uh, the women's tag team match uh, match wasn't there. So it is crazy how you don't see the people that you would think would be in every pay per view. They're not in every pay per view now. You didn't see Charlotte tonight. You didn't see Finn Balor. You didn't see Braun Strowman. You didn't see Bobby Lashley. Like. Phew. You didn't see a lot of people, which is crazy. So, but overall, it was really a good pay per view. Thanks for listening. Uh, till next time. Bye.